It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Friday, 5 o'clock here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith back with you here live today at National Law Rex, getting your weekend kicked off Fan Run style. And we get our 5 o'clock hour kicked off with the Top 5 at 5. Marcus Young standing by in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Marcus, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee men's basketball team will take on Missouri tomorrow at 6 p.m. on the SEC Network. The game will take place at Thompson Bowling Arena here in Knoxville as our number six Vols look to get back on track. Yep, going to be a big one tomorrow night. Sold out Thompson Bowling Arena. Big crowd out there. Saturday night's uh, home games have, have become a big thing and and, uh, you know, we've been talking about it the past two days. The natives getting suddenly very restless with Rick Barnes and this basketball team. Chance to get it back on track if, if they can, you know, just find a way to get that win tomorrow. Supercharged up atmosphere with Alabama coming in next Wednesday night and a chance to really get your season back on track. But you have to get it done tomorrow. Hate to use the term must win, but it just is what it is, man. You got to find a way to. Get it home tomorrow if you're Rick Barnes. I don't. I don't care if it's another 49-48 win. You just you got to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not even so much that it's a. I don't know if it's a. A, a must win. I mean, it's a must win. But to me, I mean, your back's against the wall. It's time to show us what you're made of. Yeah. You can go out you, like you, this. Yeah, you've been challenged, man. Yeah. Teams had their manhood challenged. I the gauntlet see, has been thrown down. Yeah. I, I want to see the team that we, we got used to seeing start with that Florida game last year. Start bringing I mean, bring some energy. Bring in, bring, where's the edge? Lucky day, Steve Martin, drawing a line in the stand. Are you men or are you mice? Make your choice. Had a, Remember that scene, Three Amigos, anybody? No? Yeah, okay. I love that movie. Classic. Uh, number two, Oklahoma and Texas agreed to exit the Big 12 Conference after the 2023-2024 season. Oklahoma and Texas have agreed in principle to pay the Big 12 a total of $100 million to join the SEC in 2024, a year earlier than they originally intended. The agreement is subject to the final approval from the Oklahoma and Texas uh, governing boards, while the price tag of fee that the league is describing as a foregone uh, distributal. Oh boy, you got this. Push through it. Dist- uh, oh man, now I'm maybe in my not. head. Maybe you don't got it. I may not have it. It's uh, a distributed. It's a revenue a revenue that's distrib that's distributed. Revenue distribution. Oh wow, hate to see it. This Just- is <laughs> wreckage everywhere. Did you guys see where uh, Greg Sankey threw a little shade at the Big Ten this morning on the? Cole Kubelik radio show down there in Birmingham. No, what he what what he do? He said that he he's reaching in my opinion, but he says we really haven't expanded our geographic reach. We've expanded the attention nationally and internationally with the move to 16. Our longest trip will be from Columbia, South Carolina to Austin, Texas, which is about 80 miles or so further than our longest current trip, Columbia to College Station. And so we've got some others in that range. He says, you realize that's actually shorter than what will be the shortest trip for the L.A. schools when they move to the Big Ten. Wow. 
the the um, the Big Ten thing with the LA schools is ridiculous, man. I I don't like that. It's just it's stupid. It's dumb, but it's going to happen. But I don't also Sankey pretending that the road trip from Columbia, South Carolina to Austin, Texas is anything other than unreasonably long is pretty silly as well. I mean, how far is it? That's like a 20 hour drive, isn't it? Uh, it's a 1600 mile trip. So, I mean, Los Angeles to Lincoln, Nebraska is only 2000 miles, only 2000 miles. So it's only 400 miles difference. I mean, it's, it's actually not that far, but that's it's pretty much driving all... halfway across the country. Literally. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at uh, the map app right now shows Knoxville to Austin is a thousand miles, just over a thousand miles, 14 and a half hours. So that's a long one. That, that is a long million haul. miles away. Uh, number three, I have untwisted my tongue, Russell. We're going to try what to push that there. A million. That was uh, they were called the Plimsolls a million miles away. Oh, I thought you were doing uh, Low by Cracker, A Million Miles, A Million Miles Away. Uh, that was a good song. That Cracker that song. song. Those kids were sneaky old when that hit. Number three, the NFL's Hall of Fame class has been officially selected. With a rare lean towards the defense, the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2023 features two of the best quarterbacks in league history. Rondi Barber and Darrell Rivas also includes outside linebacker DeMarcus Ware and linebacker Zach Thomas. And you also have on the offensive side of the ball, Joe Thomas was selected to be a part of this class. Who did not make it in? Do you have that? Because I remember us debating Yeah, um, all these guys. Let me look at the it article. Was, it was really, really hard. To, you remember that, Russ? Yeah. This year's class, remember we had a really tough time trying to whittle away at it because they were all kind of bored you know i felt like they you could make an argument for any of them to be in i know one person that missed was devin hester and i because i remember i really wanted him yeah. to get in that's the one it's not that i didn't think he deserved to be in there I, I just didn't see him going in because he's primarily a kick returner uh jared allen missed out willie anderson Dwight Freeney missed out. Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Ooh, Andre Johnson. Some, some pretty good players, man. Freeney and Johnson? Uh, Patrick Willis, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne missed out? So, yeah, I, they went. I find it hard to believe. Jared Allen has been done for five years now? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, huh? God, time goes by fast. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, that's your class of 2023. Very defensive focus this summer round, so we'll See if some of those guys that missed out can get a chance next year. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, Kansas City and Philadelphia will be your preview and your matchup for the Super Bowl on Sunday at 6.30 on Fox as they take on each other at Glendale State Farm Stadium. That reason alone, I'm going for Patrick Mahomes, State Farm. It's all part of the script. Chiefs have not faced a top 10 rush defense this season, they face the number one. Uh, they face the number one rush defense, I believe, in, in football this weekend. They also had the number one ground attack uh, for the Eagles, three quality backs, and of course Jalen Hurts. 
Eagles bring the NFL's top defensive front with Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Javon Hargrave, and Brandon Graham, each registering double-digit sacks. So That's a salty bunch, Russell. You know why Marcus yeah. is going with the Chiefs? It just dawned on me. It's because of State Farm and Patrick Mahomes. No, it, it has nothing to do with State Farm or Patrick the, Mahomes. What about it's the got Uber everything driver? to do with number 11 of the Philadelphia Eagles. No, because if he wins it, I get to listen to uh, I Told You So on Monday. Because we all know the re- like as, as huge as he's been for that offense. I told you guys. He, he has not said A.J.'s Brown name all, all week, I'm, which is strange. I don't want to do this right now, Russell. I, my heart's not ready. He's that kid that meme I sent since you got the, the meme with the kid with the veins bulging out because he's so angry. That's Marcus about A.J. Brown. I'm happy for him. Furious. No, you're not. Number five, uh, dolphin skull had been found in a luggage in Detroit. Wait a minute. A dolphin skull skull was found in a piece of luggage in Detroit? It's found in I don't know luggage. about you guys. I never leave home without mine. <laughs> the skull of a... <laughs> The uh, skull of a young dolphin was found in a piece of luggage oh, last week. A young week. dolphin? Yeah. Like a baby Does dolphin that make skull? make it any better or worse, Bear? What? That, that's so weird. Why? Did... A little baby dolphin skull? <laughs> the luggage had been separated from its owner on an international flight re-entering the U.S. and was then scanned through an x-ray at the Detroit Metropolitan Airport. A skull-like shape was detected and agents with the CBP and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services identified it as a dolphin. The possession of wildlife items, especially those of protected animals, is prohibited. We take wildlife smuggling seriously and work closely with our federal partners at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife. Doesn't sound like he was smuggling wildlife. Sounds like he was smuggling a skull. Well, they're tr- yeah, well, they're tr- but with that's like falls under the like eggs, skulls. Really? Stuff like that. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a part of, like, this protection thing, so. How do you get around that, Russell, when you're traveling with skulls? Um, I mean, they don't set off metal detectors. <laughs> but they are seen in x-ray machines. Wow. It could be anything. <laughs> Did What was his explanation? There was none. They're looking into it. They're doing an investigation. What kind of weirdo has got an elephant or a, a dolphin skull? A young dolphin as well. Yeah. yeah. That's it, Russ. Bear, were you aware that uh, dolphins can become depressed even to the point of suicide? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. I know that I told you because you and Chance doubted me that dolphins uh, can be uh, – Kind of rapey with humans. What does that have to do with <laughs> their sad mental state? They're they've got a host of mental illnesses. You're you're saying that dolphins be- become sexually assaulted and then no, they commit will commit suicide. No, I'm saying dolphins they've got a lot of strange behaviors. Dolphins do. They can they'll sexually assault people. Like humans. Apparently, they're prone to depression. 
Probably because they know deep down what they're doing when they're sexually assaulting people is, is bad, I would imagine. Well, the most famous dolphin of all time, Flipper, who is played by Kathy the Dolphin, who I'm not, I'm not uh, assuming gender here, but uh, I guess I am. I'm, I'm assuming it's a female dolphin. Yeah, I thought she was a porpoise. Kathy um, tragically committed suicide in 1968. According to Rick O'Berry, the animal's trainer, uh, is told that after Kathy ended up in a tiny tank, she was driven to the brink uh, uh, in captivity and forced herself to stop breathing. Yeah, I know that. I mean, that happens that, like, if you uh, you've watched it, and I know you have. We've talked about it. What's that? Blackfin. Mm-hmm. Those animals are. I mean, they don't. We have no way of communicating with them, but yeah, they don't like. Orcas do that as well. I don't know if anyone's ever killed them. What they're more likely to do is just, you know, kill a bunch of people if you get near them. They go crazy. So. Very sad, very sad, very sad way. This show has taken a dark and somber turn here to start the 5 o'clock hour. I apologize Let's for that. Let's pump everybody fault. back up. I was just a uh, flipper. came across my mind for some reason while Marcus was reading that story. And uh, I, I, w I wanted to know if. Uh, when Flipper had passed away and I googled it and the next thing I know I found out that the uh, dolphin that played Flipper tragically killed herself in 1968 mm. sad alright uh, Marcus thank you thank you we appreciate yeah. you oh well you know listen I didn't know Flipper was a was a female dolphin until now so I'm still not convinced that Flipper was actually a dolphin I think she may have been a porpoise What's the difference? What's the porpoise of that question? Two different kinds of animals. Fish. They're both mammals. You, if I put a dolphin-porpoise lineup together right now in front of you, you wouldn't be able to tell me which one's which. <laughs> Simply because there's one telltale way to do it, and I can't remember which one's which. But if you put a picture up, you can tell they're different. I think one's got a shorter snout. Folks, all I know is... You better get your bets in for Super Bowl Sunday on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now and use our promo code DRIVE1 so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score the first touchdown, how long the national anthem is going to be, is there going to be overtime, all that stuff. Marcus, do you have a favorite wacky, uh, goofy Super Bowl 57 sports prop bet you're I'm, on this weekend? Yeah, I'm, I'm putting together one right now. It's See, here's the thing. I'm a little bit worried, Russ. I might be going a little bit too deep. Uh, this is why you never win, bro. I definitely have Kelsey going for two touchdowns and – Obviously, in addition with that, an anytime uh, touchdown. I also like uh, Jalen Hurts getting an anytime touchdown. That I could see. So have that, you done some research on the the Eagles and uh, their def how they defend the tight end? No. Ooh, they're number one. Ooh, ooh! Drive up your odds over on FanDuel. You can bet them together and parlays, all kinds of fun ways to 
Make it fun and interesting, all on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly at FanDuel. So join today with our promo code DRIVE1 to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789. We go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines where Jamie is up next. Good afternoon, Jamie. What up, Ross? Hey, man, how's it going? Doing good. Hey, with those uh, anytime touchdown score, does that include passing touchdowns? I've never, I have never figured that out. Uh, no. So for Jalen Hurts, if he's an anytime touchdown score, it's him either rushing or receiving. Okay. You know, guys, I have been riding this sick streak of just nailing the coin toss every year. I just feel it, man. I don't know what it is. I really? I, it hasn't come to me yet, but I, I'm leaning heads this time. So you just, like, you'll get a feeling at some point on Sunday, and mm-hmm. then you'll go bet the coin toss, and you've won several years in a row? Several years in a row. Keep waiting for it to break, but I'm riding high. And I'll tell you what else. Uh, here's a funny one that I always bet, and I, I seem to do really well. It's the over-under, usually 44-and-a-half or something yard field goals. Always go under that. Always go under that because it's it's the odds of it being long, even of, even attempting one longer than that, and then you add on the fact that attempting it from that long, the odds of making it aren't is as good as it is from shorter. So that that one tends to hit most years. Is the over under? What about uh, uh, what about the color of the Gatorade bath? You ever do that one? No, man. Where would I see? I never get to – I guess – I don't know if FanDuel – this will be the first – maybe the second year that I've, I've been with FanDuel that I, I don't know if they have that as a prop. I feel have, like Philly would lean towards Orange Gatorade. I don't know why. I just feel like they're like an Orange team. A, yeah. I feel like Kansas City might go blue. I could see I Mahomes and those guys being a – yeah, a blue kind of team. I, I just see them going blue. An ice blue type of team. Um, I've never played with the over under on the anthems being sung. That to me, that the fix is in on that. If you know the singer, man, if you could get an inside scoop with the singer and put it all on, you know, whatever they're going to do. Uh, I don't see how they're able to do. I don't see how they're able to make that as a wager because it, it could be affected by one person. So I don't know. Uh, but yeah, man, I love the prop bets. Uh, usually, like over under punts is like nine and a half or something, you know, both teams totals, but over under interceptions. Yeah, I try to do as many props as I can just to throw a few dollars at them just to have, you know, another little interest in the game. But the ones that seem to hit are that, that under field, under, under on the distance of the longest made field goal. Um, that's always a good one for old Jamie. Um, Russ, your AD for a day. Who do you hire as a basketball coach? <laughs> man I, i've been hesitant to play this game first of all because i think we've got a good coach who isn't going anywhere uh after in in the next you know three months anyway i think he's going to be back next season 
But uh, second of all, Jamie, like I just I, I don't know. I don't I don't know what all is out there. I, I don't think that if if Rick Barnes were to hang it up in the next two or three years, I don't think that Tennessee is going to pluck somebody away. Like I've heard, you know, I, I don't think they're going to go hire Scott Drew from Baylor. I think that Danny White is going to try and find the next Nate Oates, the next up and comer. And I just, I'm not familiar with enough names as we sit here today. It's been a nice little luxury to be secure in your basketball coach for the past couple of years. And it's, it's not something you know, we used to keep taps on it, always looking for the next coach. And it's just not mm-hmm. something that I've been concerned with the past couple of years. Do you have a, I take it you have a couple of names you're looking at. I do. Um, I was going to say, Bear, I'm not going to ask you because I know you're a barn sheep. But, uh, you wait Marcus, just a damn like? minute, Jamie. <laughs> Come in here like that, you clown. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, guys, take one guess who, who athletic director Garland goes out and, and hires. Oh, man. You know it. Don't. Let's don't do it. Jamie, don't. Let's, let's, don't. Be, let's really? be dominant in every sport. What? Man, you you know it, you know it. Ain't, ain't you know nobody. If, if, Bruce if, Pearl's not coming back, Jamie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Eric Musselman or Nate Oates. <laughs> no, you didn't. Did you really? It's Jamie we're talking about. It's Bruce Pearl. Did you watch the game the other day? Yeah, but he's down there at Auburn. You know, you yeah, can you make excuses for him. Wow, J- <laughs> Jamie. Getting emotional. That's about me being a barn sheep. What about you and Pearl? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, somebody mentioned it might have been on voluntary reaction talking about how they see um, him trying to groom his son to take over for when he, his son is not going to be coaching. But the second Bruce Pearl hangs it up, so does Steven. That guy is not a basketball coach. He's sitting on the end of the bench because, you know, his dad was nice enough to bring him along. I just, I just don't think that guy brings anything. I don't think anybody's coming to take uh, Stephen Pearl off the end of that bench and make him a coach anywhere. Watch it, so. Jamie. I just like That's the twenty-two a night score from West High School. Stephen, Stephen Pearl, F- Stephen Effin. Um, <laughs> I would just like to point out to Jamie real quick. Uh, Auburn lost yeah. to Georgia, who is tenth yeah. in the SEC at fourteen and ten. I think I'm yeah, okay with. Lo- uh, yeah, we lost to Vanderbilt. There you go. Touche. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, Marcus, while, while you've got the mic, uh, what do you think about what the Celtics did and didn't do? I'm okay with it. I, I didn't think they needed to make a big change. Jalen Brown got hurt. I don't think they were going to get rid of him with his injury. So, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. I think they're they're still the best team in the East. So. Um, yeah, me too. I'm all right with it. Uh one other thing, guys, before we get to the weekend, um, the the Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC, um, I'm just not a big fan of expansion, and you know it, it is what it is. I, I understand that's the way of the you know the way of the world, but I just I just you know I, I saw what happened when the Big Twelve, you know, when Nebraska left, and you know I, I just, a lot of a lot of traditional rivalries that we all you know. Tennessee fans tuned in to Nebraska, Oklahoma. I, at least I did. I I try to tune in to Michigan, Ohio State, and um, I just there's a lot of there's a lot of other conference rivalries that are big big enough that you know that draws the attention of you know fans from other teams. And I just I hate to see that go. 
hopefully hopefully we'll be able to establish some new ones and start some new ones. Uh, as far as the pod that Tennessee's in, I'm all right with that. I like, you know, like you said, Russ, whenever Saban decides to hang it up, they, they'll have no choice but to take a little step back at least. Um, you know, getting it right in football is not easy. Uh, look at, you know, how many did we go through? Um, so I, that's just my two cents. It is what it is, but it is it is nice to be good in football again. Uh, it's like you said, Bear, right now we are better than uh, Texas and Oklahoma in football. So uh, I hope that's a trend that stays in that direction. So, But anyway, um, on the way out, you, um, I want Kansas City to win. I don't know why. I just I like watching Patrick Mahomes play. I mean, I'm a Steelers fan, but I, it's, it's easy to separate it. And, uh, you know, the Steelers aren't in it, but – Mahomes just is exciting to watch play, so I kind of like to watch them win. But I think the Eagles might do it. Um, they just an overall better team, in my opinion. But um, I'm, unless y'all have already hit us up with your prediction, but uh, I was curious which way y'all were going to go. But um, um, y'all hang in there and be safe, and I'll get back with you. Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate it. Yeah, we talked about it earlier in the show. I'm I'm leaning towards Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean that's who I think's going to win. They're just they appear to be. Number one, they're healthier. Uh, they've got a a nasty defense, great rushing attack, a coach that's you know perfectly utilizing his uber talented athletic quarterback's talents. And hope it's a good loaded. game, man. I I just hope there's a lot of scoring, man. It seems like we've seen a couple of low scoring Super Bowls lately. I I don't want to sit through one of those Sunday night, you know. No, I'm I'm wanting to see a I'm wanting to see a good game and see a show. Philadelphia's kind of like Cincinnati. They've kind of somehow snuck into having two number one level uh, receiving threats. You know, Philly's got AJ Brown and uh, Devontae. Yeah, Devontae's They snuck. They they did. Well, not a whole lot of teams end up. You know, like Cincinnati's got Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. <laughs> they didn't. I I understand that they didn't sneak their way through. They were gifted. You, did, you didn't. You didn't see Marcus kick the door open right there, Bear. <laughs> yeah, no, they did not. He, he sensed it open on its hinges, and he he decided to stick his foot in there before it shot on him. They were gifted, AJ Brown. They they didn't. They yeah, didn't but just what, what I'm saying, find regardless him in the field. of how they how they got him, they've got two legit number one NFL level wide receivers, so they don't have a whole lot of weaknesses, and mainly that. You, Super Bowl, man, usually the team that comes out and can mash you with that defense, you got a better chance of winning, man. They are physical. And I don't care what he says. Uh, I don't. There's no way he's going to be at 100%. Unless they shot him up with, like, you know, manatee blood or something crazy. <laughs> Some kind of miracle Hurts Hurt is still him. getting back into I, – I, I think they're – I think they'll both be okay Sunday, but uh, I don't think either one will be 100% either. Interesting to see how it all plays out. If you want to jump in, 865-546-8200. Of course, Jamie wants to hire Bruce Pearl. Still, after all these years, he still wants a best. I mean, talk about not being able to let go. Oh, who, Marcus? Ah, Grief, no. Jamie Utah wants to hire Bruce Pearl back. Still, let it go, dude. Especially after like, like you like once you said that and like spoke it, your observation about him and how he looked broken, at the end of that. 
Just all slobby and sloppy now. No, we can do better. That's the thing, too, man, is like we can do better. You can do better than Barnes and Pearl this next time around because the profile, the job is going to be so elevated because of the good work that Rick Barnes has done. I want to mark the tape when Russell said we can we can do better than I think it's it's a lot dicier than than you're giving it credit for. I mean, how many times have we seen, you know, just, oh, it's perfect hire, awesome hire. It doesn't work out. Yeah, at different schools. Oh, I don't know when. When, when was it, when was a you ever th- thought it was a good hire that it didn't work out? Oh, the guy at Arkansas is it Anderson? Mike Anderson? You thought that was a home run hire? I thought that was a home run hire. Who that reeked of desperation. Like nothing's working. We're going to go hire Nolan's right hand man and try and rekindle the glory days. That was terrible. the The only one I can think of. Well, maybe maybe two. I thought Shaka Smart would be a lot more successful at Texas than he was. And I thought Anthony Grant at Alabama. Remember when he went down there for VCU? That, that's who I meant to say rather than Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I got too <laughs> conflated. What? <laughs> Never mind. I'm an idiot. I thought, I thought he would be pretty good. Don't go, don't hire the VCU guy. You get, I think you go with somebody who's got a little bit longer of a track record next time i mean you made an observation here's the thing though like alabama at that time when they hired him who did he take over for was it was that mark gottfried that he took over for i have no idea they've been through so many coaches they were not at near the status that tennessee will be when rick barnes decides to step down if he if he does in the next year or two and and tennessee still like our job will be so much more attractive at that point in time than yeah. Alabama's was back then. Yeah. Even even Texas, you know, Tech Shaka Smart was the shiny object that everybody wanted, and they got him. But they got him when, you know, Rick was being. This is this is important. They got Shaka, who everybody wanted, was the next big thing at that time when Rick Barnes was being pushed out of Texas. We don't want it to get to that point. We want, we want him to ride off into the sunset. If it gets to that point, then the job's not as valuable. You, you hear what I'm saying? So yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying, but I'm just—I think this is a little. This conversation is a little premature. Stay with us. The drive continues. More of your phone calls coming up. Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Friday afternoon edition of the show. Russell Bear and Marcus back with you. A couple lines available if you want to jump in here. 865-546-8200. Obviously getting ready for Tennessee basketball at the arena tomorrow against Missouri. Game Tennessee needs desperately trying to get things back on track before it's too late. 6 p.m. tip means voluntary reaction will start around 8 p.m.-ish. Mike on Twitter says, remind this clown that Auburn also lost to Vandy. He's talking about Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been so long, Russ, that I couldn't believe. I really, really, and I guess I should have known that AD for a day deal, what he was going to do, but 
Like that wouldn't be my first call anymore. He he is the last. I don't know that it ever would have been my first call. He is, he's like the Japanese soldier that thinks World War II is still going on. It's oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, that, that that's not going to happen. I mean, are we going to have to send Phil out to Jamie's house to get him to – because that's what they had to do with that guy. They sent his former commanding officer out there to relieve him of duty to finally get him off that island. Like, that's not a joke. I read that story last week. Like, send Phil over to Jamie's house. Do you think that he would even be looking at Bruce Pearl if he hadn't made that Final Four? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that's his only argument to me right now that you can make for Bruce Pearl is he made it. Dude, for fans of a certain age who live and die with Tennessee basketball, Bruce Pearl, you'll never get him off of it. Josiah Jordan James, Rick Barnes was uh, evasive today, asked about him, said he was in a walking boot yesterday and they would know more after practice today. Borrowing a page out of Josh Heupel's playbook there, being – Evasive with the injury questions. Very cagey. I would be stunned if he played. Did you go back and look at that play? No. You roll it pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's it it, it didn't look like a, a three-day in play kind of roll. It looked like a so Like it's going to swell up and turn all purple on him the next morning. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Mahomes, but, I mean, it was – he rolled it for sure. It doesn't. It's never good. So. Poll questions in the field this afternoon. If you could only have one jacket, which would you choose between the Masters green jacket, the NFL Hall of Fame gold jacket? And uh, I'm, I'm stunned by this one today. 74% of the audience says they would go Masters green. I, I would probably go Masters green. I think it's really close. Uh, but I thought the, you know, just football over, over golf, I thought more people would go football. But uh, 74 to 26 in favor of the Masters green. That was that's been a shocking one to me. So speaking of golf, Scotty Scheffler burned it down today. Do what? Scotty Scheffler burned it down today out there in Phoenix. Yeah, he's playing well. Um the the Masters Green Jacket to me is maybe the greatest award in all of sports. It's right there with the Stanley Cup as far as just the coolest trophy slash physical award given in sports well see that you keep jumping around here on me bro because like first we're comparing just jacket you know jackets and then you know i mean what is it because i mean to me the hall of fame's a a different kind of deal because it's it's a lifetime achievement award we're comparing that just just the we're, we're comparing the jackets So I think you've kind of tilted this towards Augusta myself. I feel like you put the thumb. <laughs> you you have put it. your thumb on the scale. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. Yeah. They're both very cool. It's not above uh, you to slip I'm, a matchbook in sorry there like your, I'm sorry the choice you made adamantly has uh, gone completely in the other direction. Oh, I don't care. I'm right. Sounds sounds kind of like you do. Who would you rather see as Tennessee's third permanent SEC opponent? in football assuming alabama and vanderbilt are two of the three permanent opponents and uh, i put the choices on the poll at between kentucky and florida oh because it's it's certainly sounds like it's going to be kentucky I thought you were and asking me. uh all the the only other 
I mean, there's the stray person who says, oh, we should be playing Georgia or or maybe South Carolina or something like that. But the the one I, I saw most was Florida as they're, you know, and, and I get it, man, because that rivalry came to define the entire league in the 1990s, which happened to be our heyday under Philip Fulmer. So, that- so I just wanted to put the question in, in the field and because, I mean, there's no doubt like Florida – the, the Florida-Tennessee game is going to attract more eyeballs and, like, we get more into that and fired up for that game than we do Kentucky, and it's not even close. But we also lose that game. We've lost to them more often than we've lost to uh, than, than Kentucky's beaten us. Yeah. The only other team I would uh, kind of disappointed is Ole Miss. I mean, yeah, but it's like George. You're the only one to say it. Nobody's beating that drum. No, you know? no, it's just me out here. Sixty-seven point eight percent of the audience says Kentucky. Thirty-two point two percent say Florida. So, do you get any write-ins? Uh, let me check here. Nope. You know, rivalry I, I really like is, uh, and we used to play them. Almost every year was LSU. When did we play them every year? In football? Mm-hmm. Back in the 80s. Played them a lot. I, I remember playing them in 88. They they beat us in the midst of that six-game losing streak in the rain. Oh, they came in here. I think it was Reggie White's last year, and we throttled them. If I remember correctly, it was a night game. Reggie White ran wild. There was the game. I guess Pretty we sure. did go down there in 89 with Pickens, and he had a big game down there, I Is think. that when they had Jerry DiNardo? Th- that was – I believe that was Curly Holman. DiNardo was a little bit later. Yeah, uh, I remember that game. Almost – I should have – I had a ticket to that game and didn't go. Yeah, Carl uh, Pick went off that day. Was that his, like, his first time he really blew up big? I don't he know. Had, I like, was so young back then. He had multiple, like, I thought different. Like, he caught a touchdown and maybe ran a kick return back for a touchdown. And I think he played defense that day. You remember that? He was a 60-minute guy. Two-way player. Yeah, I remember uh, him playing two ways for a good bit. I, I don't remember him playing the entire game the way I remember it. And I, I could be wrong. I've slept since then. But I remember, like, he started off – playing defensive back and then transitioned to wide receiver as the season went on yeah because they figured out he was the best wide receiver in the arguably in the country how he didn't win a blitnikoff award i'll never know i like to see who wanted his senior year let's go back to the phones tj the kentucky fan is next on the big orange phillies phone lines what's up tj what's up buddy how you doing happy friday Happy Friday. Back to you, my friend. Hope you're well. Hey, man, y'all cutting it deep. I get on the phone, and then you start talking about Auburn and Bruce Pearl going to the Final Four. If Coach Cowell would have left Emmanuel quickly in that game, Bruce Pearl wouldn't have even sniffed the Final Four that year. But, you know, a Hall of Fame coach doesn't know how to coach. Weird. Anyways, um, you were talking about the Super Bowl. And unless it's the Titans, I don't care. The the event has become so big that, like, the 
fans of the team can't even go to it. It's more of a celebrity contest like the NBA All-Star Game. So, really, it just gives me an excuse to get trashed on a Sunday (laughs) and watch a little bit of football and then go to sleep and go to work late on a Monday. Yeah. The, 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 they really should make it Super Bowl Saturday, right? If you're going to take two weeks off, make it a Saturday so that everybody can have Sunday to recover, and then you get into a, your, your, the rest of your week. But uh, no, I, I'm kind of with you. Just the, all the pomp and circumstance around it, you know, the, the hour-long pregame ceremony, it's just like, yeah, just, just show me the game. You know, I, I, I don't need to see three different national anthems in a half-hour-long Super Bowl halftime show where they're bringing out, um, you know, carts on the field. And they have to repair the turf afterwards. It's, it's a little bit much. Well, I feel like they're doing that with all the national championship games now, even college. Wasn't this college uh, football national championship game wasn't the start time at like 845 or some crazy late crap like that? I don't think the game even ended until midnight or almost midnight. On a Monday. Yeah, that's a good point. That's the one thing the NFL does have is is they get that thing started around six o'clock or so, but it's become a four hour event. Yeah, it has. Hey, real quick on my way out, uh, you guys lost to Vandy, but I'll one up you and say that we're going to be South Carolina's only win this year. Y'all have a good one. Could be worse. That who Kentucky's got tomorrow? Who do they have? Well, South you, Carolina. South Carolina, I'm pretty sure. Didn't they beat Kentucky earlier? I think that's what yeah, he's talking did, about. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he's so referencing he's, the earlier loss. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. See, losing to – I would almost rather lose to South Carolina because it's not an in-state rival. The Vanderbilt thing cuts deep, man. When all 58 of their damn students went out on that floor celebrating, Russell, burnt my, burnt my biscuits, buddy. Was it Titansville? You say burn, burn, burns the sausage. Yeah, not look. I'm looking at their. I mean, Russell, seeing all these losses in a row for South Carolina in the SEC, I don't think I want that. Like they literally, it doesn't matter really one way or the other. This this is a thoroughly depressing conversation. Kentucky is at Georgia tomorrow at noon. Hmm. Bulldogs with a chance to really uh, twist the knife on them a little bit. I, I, I mean, I mean I'm not like worried us, about man. them, man. I don't think Kentucky's taking that one for granted. No. Quick timeout. The shocking conclusion of the drive coming up. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. 865-546-8200. Wrap things up after this. I don't know what this is, but please don't ever do that again. Welcome back. Final segment of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. I want to thank National Law Rex for having us out here today. Jets Pizza. Check them out in Farragut. Tell them Fan Run sent you overtime. Headed your way next on many of these fine Fan Run affiliates as uh, we put the finishing touches on another stellar edition of The Drive. Don't forget, voluntary reaction as soon as Tennessee basketball goes final tomorrow night. Hopefully... We will tap the keg of glory on Twitter spaces and rejoice for at least one more day (laughs) and find a way to get up for a big game with Alabama next week. 
Roger will be our final caller this evening on the program. Good afternoon, Rog. Well, hey, 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 guys. Hey, Russell Baird. I had Marcus. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing well. How are you, friend? Uh, doing good, Russell. Doing doing fine. Thank you. Doing good. Uh, um, uh, Russell, just wanted to ask you first about Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I get to, I get to talk to you about it all week. But I just want to ask you about it about Super Bowl. First, want to ask you: Are you for are you for are you for are you for anybody specific in the game? Are you for anybody in the game in both the the team? Are you for anybody? Russell? I don't have a team that I want to win more than the other. I'm just. Uh, hoping to see a good game and uh you know might get on uh, FanDuel and pray, place a friendly wager on a team which that'll that'll always up the emotional stakes a little bit so kind of leaning towards the Eagles right now if I had to pick Raj Bear, how about you Bear? Are you playing anybody, you you anybody Bear? yeah I'm pulling for the Eagles Raj uh, right. sort of I mean I I wouldn't I don't care either way like if the Chiefs win that means that Trey Smith will get a Super Bowl ring, which would be really cool. Um, the Eagles, I think they're the best team, most complete team. So, you know, okay. I don't really have a dog uh, in this one. Uh, how about you, Marcus? Are you pulling for anybody, Marcus? Yeah, Roger, I'm, I'm going Kansas City for a couple reasons. Uh, one, through the grapevine of an Uber driver in Vegas, he feels like Kansas City's got this. And it's going to hurt too much if AJ holds that trophy up after we traded him to Philly. So I'm going Kansas City. All right. All right. Okay. Um, I, I'm for Dolce to win, to win it. Cause, uh, uh, from the win. I'm not, not waiting for anybody really. I don't like any one of them. But I'm for Dolce because I don't know. I'm for them right now. I'm just getting at it. So for Dolce, I'm for Philly to win it. And um, to win it. And uh, that's why I asked you, Russ, about, about, about the matchup. How, how you see the game? How you see the game going? For the matchup going? How you see the matchup going? The whole game going? Sunday I see a good going. one, Rog. I, I see a back and forth game. Maybe not a shootout, but a game that's going to be more high scoring than than the past couple of times uh, we've seen Super Bowls. So I see a, a game that plays up near towards the 30s and comes down to the last possession. Hopefully, it should be an entertaining yeah. one. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Me too. Same here. That's what same here. And and. Uh, and also the man tomorrow night. How you think? How you feel about Tennessee doing them tomorrow night, Russell? Tomorrow Good night. question, Raj. Good question. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, perhaps against my better judgment, pick the Volunteers. Um, I'm going to say Missouri weaker offensive or defensive team, up tempo game. I'm going to say Tennessee finally gets over 70, guys, and uh, 71 is the target. I'll say Vols win 71-63. Okay. Uh, I hope so. Uh, I hope so. We need to it's, – it's an important game to win, so we've got to win this one. We need to win this one because I don't know everybody's, everybody's kind of – down on them right now, aren't they, Raj? Yeah. It's a huge one. Oh, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, so I hope we can do it tomorrow night, and uh, so – I guess we'll see, but I have a uh, 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 have a good one. Hey, have a good one, wrestling bear. You too, Raj. Appreciate you. Good to hear from you, my friend. Good to hear from everybody today. Some good calls all day long, all Lively week long. Debate. Here on uh, Fan Run Radio. Yeah, I, I hate that it took a tragic loss Wednesday night to really get things rolling, but as we were having some uh, big caller days even before that as well. Yeah. 
Hope things uh, continue on this track. We're supposed to have Vitello on with us Monday. We'll be talking to, I guess, the season opens a week from today. Indeed it does. Oh, man. It's here. What about our boy Liam Spence on the way out the door? Did you see that? What about him? He's on the Australian national team. Really? Yeah. It's Liam Spence. He was the shortstop, the yep, Omaha team, so. right? Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Yeah. Be a Aussie. He does well. Where's he playing pro ball right now? Is he? I'm not sure. Single A, double A. Not certain some, about that. Can't wait to see some of these guys from the past two seasons make the big leagues. Uh, yeah. Hopefully sooner rather than later. All right. Uh, big thanks to Marcus. And was uh, Benny Slots in there today? Nope. Just you two? Yep. You two knuckleheads, no help. All right. Oh. Well, uh, appreciate you, Marcus. Thank you, Bear. You all have a fantastic weekend. We'll have voluntary reaction with Davey Hudson joining me and Bear tomorrow night after the basketball game. Stay tuned. Overtime coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Thanks to National RX Jets Pizza for having us out today. Have a great weekend. We'll do it again Monday, 3 to 6, here on The Drive. The drive.